And we are live, as Shanice says, right here in the studios of the Florida Keys Weekly Show and Podcast, airing on WKWFAM 1600 if you're getting up early in Radio Land or FM 103.3 on Saturday and Sunday as well. That's also at mornings at 7 a.m. That's really early, but for those of you that are up, I appreciate it. And also even earlier, 5 a.m., 93.7 NRG on Sundays. Radio Land, thank you so much. This is Britt Myers. I'm your host here at the Florida Keys Weekly Show. And for the rest of you who didn't get up at the crack of dawn or stay up all night, I know a few of you that do that, uh, you're catching us on keysweekly.com or Amazon, Apple, Spotify, all the cool places the kids hang out. But today, the cool people are in the room. I've got my one of my favorite guests. I'm a creature of habit. And one of my favorite people and guests in town is back with me today. And I actually spoke to him earlier and I said, hey, uh, Nick, who can follow up Adam Lambert? We just had Adam Lambert on the show. And Nick said, probably me. Mm-hmm. And I said, OK, he's shaking right. his head right here. I have the one and only Nick Norman, who has signed with Pump House Records since the last time we spoke to him. He's been traveling. He's been touring. Uh, there's not much Nick does it do. He's got the self-titled album out that I have been listening to on my Amazon platform. Mm-hmm. And you can get it at Apple and Spotify. I've heard him on No Shoes Radio. I've heard him on regular radio. I've heard him in my dream. And we're going to talk mm. about some of Nick Norman's dreams in a minute, and they may not be what you think, <laughs> but we'll go from there. Nick Norman, always good to have you back. And we also have a special guest with you today. And uh, Nick, tell us tell us who you brought in here. Man, I brought in my sweet little young child, TK Norman. She's in here sitting at the desk with us, explaining some Pokemon and all that good stuff. So. She did explain some Pokemon, and the names were confusing to me, and she, yeah. she nailed it. Pete and... Barb. No. Roscoe. Okay. okay. Yeah. So uh, I've been schooled on Pokemon today. TK is not shy. I've seen her on stage with you, performing with you. We just saw you guys at the 200 year anniversary uh, film for Key West and TK came up for that. And you guys, as always, kind of stole the show. I felt bad for the Michael Kirk and the movie and everyone else. It's like, all right, now you got to follow up TK on the microphone. So good luck with that. TK, you're joining us right now. You've got something to say. Share with the world what it feels like to sing with your dad on stage. Uh, well, I'm a little shy. Oh, <laughs> I put my tongue out. And she does. Any sport activity, she tends to have her tongue out. Michael Jordan. Absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, the yeah. Jordan move. Hula hooping with the tongue out is quite something. So for you guys listening and, and ladies out there, TK is showing me the tongue move right now when she is concentrating yeah. and doing her thing. And I don't believe she is as shy as she might be <laughs> saying she is. So uh, she is definitely Nick Norman's, as talented as, as Nick is. And Nick, when you perform, you're always, you, and you can tell that when you're up there and you bring TK out and you guys sing um, I'm a better you with me right that's the title of the song I'm a, yeah, I'm a better yeah better me with better, you yeah yes that's it and uh, you get lost in that moment every time it looks like it doesn't get old you guys do it it, it doesn't man I mean every time that she since she was man four or so now she's been five she's been getting up and doing it with me and uh, it's just it makes me happy to to have her up there and have her to over the years of I mean, she's been getting on stage with me since she was a, a baby but uh she's just so relaxed and it's you can see it in her every day and i really love it i have a new special talent and that is hula hooping with playing volleyball yeah that yeah. is impressive hula, hula hooping while playing volleyball yeah. i can't even do either of those things 
by themselves. Yeah. I can do it at the same time. That's impressive stuff. I did ask uh, TK who buys her the most Pokemon cards, and we're talking about Nick Norman. His wife, Kelly Norman's really well known in town, and that's at Ram's Head, and they put on lots of great shows and acts at the Key West Theater and at the Amphitheater. And uh, I, I said, TK, who buys you the most Pokemon cards? If you really want some, who do you go to? It was a pretty easy answer. The big yeah. sucker right here, Dad, does that on Amazon, and uh, she knows how to, to make that happen, I'm sure. Yeah, I've given up a lot of things for these Pokemon cards. A lot of <laughs> things I enjoy. It'll pay off one day. It's all going to pay off. Um, yes, ma'am, TK. What you got? I get away with everything. Get out. <laughs> Once again, not surprised. And I'm not, I'm not going to buy the shy show. Not shy. <laughs> TK's a lot of fun. Nick Norman's right here. People probably ask Nick, why do I have you on the show so much? There's lots of local musicians and you know, lots of really, I mean, just world-class talent here. Uh, and these, the easy answer is you're willing to come on the show. Most people are not. So, uh, and no, you're a good friend. And in all seriousness, I want to talk about some fun things, but I do want to kind of point out for listeners, and we have Nick Norman here on the Florida Keys Weekly Show, you know, why is Nick on this show again? And I feel like... I've said this a lot. People hear me say it a lot, and I know it's repetitive, but I really feel like Key West, you know, as it pays homage and tribute to Jimmy Buffett and others who have come through here and put Key West on the map with music, we're in an era right now where I think that Key West local songwriters, and we have Songwriters Festival coming up, and all the stuff that's coming out of Key West over the last couple decades, and particularly recently... And the talent, I re- we're really seeing a movement, I think, that's similar to Athens, Georgia, or Seattle, Washington, or Austin, Texas, kind of happening right here, not just with those coming to play in Key West, but the talent that's coming out of here. Where does that leave Nick Norman? Well, the reason I bring Nick, you up, and not to toot your horn, but you're a guy who's sort of on the front end of that wave, or maybe some other men and women want to be, and you're not boastful, you're not, you're one of the most modest and humble guys I know, but you've signed with a big label, you, you've played on big stages with big names as you kind of launch into this era. You're a very unique talent. We will talk about that. Where does Nick Norman fit? Because you've got a unique sound. Are you country? Are you outlaw? Are you alternative? Are you, you know, and what is that when, when mainstream media and mainstream marketing really wants to put someone like you into some sort of genre in a corner? But regardless of all those things, you're a guy that's really sort of making it happen and seeing it happen. So it's interesting when we talk to you about what that journey's like, um, what's it take to stay on top of that, and where you want to go, and, and do you still get to enjoy it, and what's coming up for you. So we're going to talk about all that, but I wanted to kind of clarify that as we have you on the show today. Before we do that, this is important. We started out speaking when you got here, and you've been having a reoccurring <laughs> dream, and this is important for listeners with Nick Norman to know the it mind really of- puts you in, you know, puts you in the mind of Nick Norman, I guess, which yeah. is- yeah, um, and I have to be very careful in how, I don't know the technical term for, for this, but I've been having this reoccurring dream that uh, tiny um, Patrick Swayze is keeps coming after me, whether it be Dwarf Swayze, I don't know how you would say it. But I think that's the PC term. That's the PC term. Yeah, he, he just comes at me in my dream, and whether it be he'll come running through a door and just kick me and then run away, it's been interesting. It's been... So for the, I mean, and I said, tiny Patrick Swayze, I was like, who is that? And you're like, no, you literally mean there's a small version of yes. Patrick Swayze. And I asked you, is it like ghost or roadhouse 
or Red Dawn, Patrick Swayze. You said more Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Yeah. Because he comes in and he gets a quick kick, and it's almost like on the uh, Family Guy when Peter Griffin, Roadhouse. Yeah. Like that. It's kind of like that, Patrick Swayze. He's coming at you. And you can be doing... Just just doing everyday activities, gardening, you know, whatever it is. All that gardening you've been doing. <laughs> Here comes little Patrick. All right. Well, that's that's uh, you should see somebody about that. That's it, what my wife says as well. Yeah. But she says that about many things, not just the I dreams. know she probably does. <laughs> I'd like to know what that dream, you know, people interpret dreams, you know, if you're falling or if you, if you left that math assignment, you're back in college or high school and you didn't turn it something again or you went to class. What would be your take on it? You're, you're many. And I don't know. I'm trying to be sincerely PC. I'm not sure the term. Absolutely. That, uh, you know, the small, if a smaller person or I don't know, I I should know this. So I hope no one thinks we're being insensitive. I really am looking for the right term. But if a smaller version of Patrick Swayze is constantly harassing you in a dream, how do you interpret that? I think that means a large sum of money is coming your way. I like that. Yeah. I like that. That's that's the only only way to interpret it. I like that. And he shows up and brings it to me. (laughs) Yes. Little little suitcases, little duffel bags. And uh, this this can only go somewhere bad. Yeah. We could go real far with this. Yeah. Um, Moving on. Yeah. And the other thing, as we all know, and and I know this is something everyone is wondering about, because when, when we speak... And if you look at like my social media pages, I have a t-shirt that I wear everywhere. It's my mm. favorite soft, it's like the softest t-shirt. It stains in it. It's the word. My wife yeah. has tried to throw it away. <laughs> Kirby's tried to throw it away many times. And it's almost led to like major fights yeah. and, and she made me sign a prenup so I can't, we can't get divorced, mm. but, um, she'd take the shirt. She would take that shirt yeah. and burn <laughs> it in front of me. And it's my Nick Norman shirt. And I wear that thing. It's in so many, it was in our, like our wedding pictures. Yeah, it's in my in, video. It was in Jamaica just yeah. now. Uh, it, the guy that was on the beach, um, allegedly rolling up something out there. There's me and my Nick Norman shirt. <laughs> nice. And, nice. Yeah. I wouldn't do that, but he was no, out there. And then, not. So, all that to say, the Nick Norman shirt is still alive, and, and it just happens to be laundry day. I'd, I would probably have it on. So I got to bring you one of the new ones, the Porchman shirt that has the ponytail on the back of it. I know who that Porchman is. Oh, yeah. yeah, he says he has another Nick Norman shirt like that for me that he's going to give me. He he stockpiles them. Yeah, yeah. All right, so <laughs> I'm going to remind him of that if he's listening. Let's get to the real stuff uh, of bored people with me talking. I want you to talk some here, Nick. Um, before we get rocking, you've got something big coming up. Uh, you did the porch tour just after COVID, right? Getting my bearings under right. me. And, yep. and that took you across the country on different porches and different places and you all across the Northeast, really, right? And the yep. Atlantic seaboard. Um, and you went around. So that's coming up again here this summer. I think you, right now you've got like 45 dates lined yes. up. And tell us about the porch tour coming up. What are some of the places you're going to hit that are the same? Anything different? Are you still taking bookings? And will you be performing mostly songs off of your album. What, give us the rundown on the porch tour. So the porch tour came about, you know, like you said, right towards the end of COVID when we were, things were kind of starting, people were starting to get to, back together. And uh, man, I just, I needed to make a living. I've been doing this for almost 20 years now and for two years nothing was coming in and still the bars or the venues weren't opening up and I just made some calls to some some friends that have watched me play mostly down here for 
15 years now and have always said half jokingly you know i'd love for you to come up to my house one day and so you can play for my friends and the folks around where i live and so i made a few calls and what at third what at first i thought would be you know a couple weeks out two weeks or so turned into almost three full months and uh last year was last year ended up being like a total of i want to say like 60 total shows in 80 days um it was a lot and this year we kind of packed it all in but uh we're still taking some bookings we got a few open dates here and there um but we got out of those 44 or whatever it was you you said i think 37 to 40 of them are just the same customers you know that and it's a it's a show of you we show up at your house and you invite a bunch of friends and some some people get a taco truck to come some people just make a have people bring food and you drink and you sit and you hang out and you listen to me and lewis do what is about two hours of songs that we've written and songs that mean a lot to us and songs that all these people have been listening to over the years and are big supporters and it's it's become a thing a really cool thing of you know people didn't realize we forget that we like to stay home and uh have folks come over i I think in the the recent history that's kind of got away from us and it used to be that was something you did and you know with covid and all that brought it back to well, we're going to have to do something at our, at our house. And now, I don't know, it just really came out real good and I'm loving it. It's, it's, you know, it's given me the chance to, uh, this may, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty proud of this. You know, I, I love playing in Key West and I love the, uh, I love what it's done for me, but this may will be, I made a deal with myself even before COVID. I wanted one year to be out of the bar scene and just kind of re- take a breath and, uh, get back to writing some original music and because of the porch tour this this may will be one full year that i've accomplished that dream and i mean i might be back at it in another six months who knows but well that's an amazing uh, thing and i mean and so for those and we're a big deal nick so there might be people listening who know us and not you we're like smart less you know this is a big podcast right right? dax shepherd style but tell who tours with you on the porch tour and then how does somebody if i have a house and i'm like hey I like that Nick Norman guy. I listened to him on the radio or I saw him perform with Lee Bryce somewhere. I want him to come to my house. How in the hell does somebody book you at their house? How does that work? Yeah. So this summer, first summer was with Lewis and then this summer will be with Lewis as well. Um, porch tour at gmail.com or you know i really stepped it up and i did the porch tours at gmail.com as well i went ahead and bought both of them how do you know it's not some weird person that like wants to like go silence of the lambs on you and just well look i mean i i own the gmail account unless somebody hacks it i guess oh it looks me well i mean they have to send a deposit so either way you know (laughs) it's worth it when you get there you paid my wife even if they hack me up my wife will get some money at some point so did you say lewis for those listening that's lewis lewis bryce Uh uh-huh yeah and brother of 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 lee Lee. bryce yeah lewis has been killing it on his own man he's uh his latest single is i'm really not great with numbers but i want to say well into the hundred thousand plays streams he's he's and he's been doing it all on his own which is incredible these days i'm proud of that fella i see him every everywhere and it it is uh, you know you for those as a reminder from our past podcast you and lewis and lee and some others 
uh, cut your teeth together in South Carolina and playing down here in Key West. Lee obviously, obviously hits mainstream. Now Lewis is doing his thing. You sign a record deal. Uh, so you guys have been close for a long time. I've seen, I remember songwriters, which is coming up here in Key West. Yeah. One of my favorite parts of that was back in the day. I'd watch all you guys perform together um, down at Grand Venn, right? Yeah, man. And that was a lot of fun. Just the talent coming out of that yeah, building was, was awesome. Those are some fun days. We got, yeah, this year is going to be fun. Lewis is doing a show at the Parrot, I think on Friday night of, of songwriters. And then um, I will be at the, and I'm sure I'll be out there. It's Lewis Bryce and friends. He calls me a friend most of the time. So, and then on, <laughs> on uh, Saturday, maybe I'm saying this wrong. I could be saying this all wrong. Look at your schedule. I, I'm Friday night out of the Perry, 430 Nick Norman and friends. And so I think Lewis would be Saturday. Ooh, ooh, but, listeners yeah, are going to check you, it out. You can check out songwriters. <laughs> and you guys have been, you've been doing shows at the Perry uh, frequently here. Yeah, lately. man. Oh, and those God. have been packed out. Dude, I've been amazed at this town showing up, out, showing out for it. We, I think last, the last one or this past one was, had to be close to 300, 350 people, you know, and I was, it amazes me. And I, I would say 90% of them are local folks. The great shows. The weather's awesome out on that. They have that new green yeah. area with a stage out there. The pool's behind you. The water's out there. Bars are open. And we got the last one coming up for this season. I've already talked to Lee out there, and we're securing next year. So we're going to definitely do it again. But the last one for this season will be the Porch Tour kickoff um, May the 27th with me and Lewis. And uh, Jason Lampson just signed on for that one as Man, well. Man, I love Jason. I was going to ask you who you listen to in town there's so much talent and anyone listening know that uh, Nick's a buddy of mine I have him on here Nick Norman right now on the Florida Keys Weekly Show it's not to overlook any other body out there but man but Jason's a guy I love to listen to Jay, uh, you know the thing about Jason dude is he he's just he's you could see he reminds me a lot of of Lewis like as far as like they ain't stopping for nobody like yeah. they're on a mission and they love what they do it's it's, it's inspiring for me to watch someone like Jason really going after it. Well, let's talk about, you talk about Lewis and doing his own thing and where he's going right now and where you're going. You and I had lunch the other day, just a casual lunch. And I struck this conversation up and it piqued my interest because one time we were talking with you and you and Lee Bryce were performing up at Hawks K and on the, on the eve of that show, I was talking to Lee about you and is it Rob, Rob Hatch, uh, Rob Hatch yeah. you know, I mean, legend, legendary songwriter with yeah. number ones and yeah. everything else. And Rob said something very interesting about you. He said, you know, most people go to Nashville to sort of, and you have to, to kind of cut your teeth and come out. If you can get out of Nashville and that, and all the talent that comes through there, maybe get a record deal and do some things. Rob said, you know, that's not really Nick's. Nick's, you've gone up there and cut albums and you've played with people and, and seen and and hung out with the cool people and showed me videos of Warren Haynes just to torture me and show me how cool you are and I can't be there. But in all seriousness, you come back to Key West and Rob says, you know, Key West, you came from South Carolina to Key West. You didn't go to Nashville to have a Nashville sound. And we'll talk about where you fit. You know, everybody wants to put everyone in a box, particularly if you want to be played and downloaded. And Mm -hmm. is he on outlaw country? Is he on mainstream country? And this is where really your, not dilemma, I think it's a great opportunity, but, you know, a guy like you with a different sound, 
you know, where do you put yourself in that? But Rob was saying, you know, Key West is really Nick's muse. Like Key West really, you're, you're singing from a place for your experiences here in Key West. It's where you've had your family. It's where you've cut a lot of, you know, we go back here, you go back longer than I do. And a lot of your, a lot of your writing and a lot of your sounds and it, not to make anyone who's thinking thinking about listening to you understand this, there's not still drums, it's not Jimmy Buffett or something like right. that, but your experiences are right here in Key West. And he said that really defines you. So here's a country, here's a something, a country guy with some alternative sounds and, and some incredible vocals and incredible guitarist and sometimes outlaw because we're going to talk about, you know, cocaine and whiskey and things like that. And sometimes we're talking about family. It's just a unique sound coming out of Key West. And the question I asked you at lunch was, is you're promoting an album right now, the self-titled album, Nick Norman. How do you do that? Because you're a humble guy. I know you, you came into this at a, not came into it, but you signed a record deal at what might be a later age than say some 22 year old who's going to sign it and go mm. blow it all yeah, on. I'm 24 now. Yeah, 24. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different path for you with a different sound. Is that difficult? Is it challenging? Have you found where you fit in terms of how you market yourself? And, and I know again, you're not like Mr. Beat your own chest and go do it all. And that doesn't mean Lewis's way is the right way or wrong way. It doesn't mean yours is the right way mm. or wrong way. But I guess just fill me in there. We'll start there. Where do you fit? Um, well, I, as far as fitting, I, I think I can. I think I fit in the in in the countryside and the in the songwriter side and you know, uh, blue eyed soul, so to speak. Um, but my my thing has been definitely. We released this album. I, a little over a year ago or so now, somewhere in there. And what I've kind of gone back to and something I'm very proud of is I've had a, and as small as they may be, uh, I've had a small group of fans that have are t- always supportive. And I'm a firm believer of you take what you, what you have and you try to build off that. Now we do live in a time now that it's, you got, you got, all these uh what is it spotify you got all these ways of getting your music out and you could be a tiktok star and all this stuff that's where i started yeah yeah, yeah a lot of, a lot of yeah, dances me too yeah. we'll start doing like the the little patrick swayze dance <laughs> <laughs> there's something to that someone's gonna yes, rip your yeah. idea off I and know, make a million dollars oh yeah but um you know i i don't I do funny stuff. I say funny things. I'm not great on demand with it, but uh, I just, I've always written songs. I mean, I've been writing songs or at least trying to since I was freshman in high school or better. And I've always just wanted to write stuff that's whatever the sound that comes out where it ends up being country or not or rock i don't know um and that's that can get a little scary these days because people do want to put you in a box right. and they want to try to say well you don't really and i've gotten a lot of that from this record as far as like well it doesn't really he's not great for this station because it doesn't fit right here on this country but you know if you if you listen to the to the record and there's another problem these days is it's all about the singles and you only you get to sing one send one song to a station or something and that might might be the song that fits their thing and which it used to be we do a record I, yeah and i point that out because 
your record, if no one's listened to it, and most have, particularly listening to this show, but if you want to check it out, one song, and that's what I'm talking about. I didn't mean to cut you off, but you're sending one song to a station. And I do think when I hear you on No Shoes Radio, like Chesney Station, it fits really well. But that's just such because he's got a diverse vibe on that station. But, but if no one knows you that well, one song can be completely different into the next song in terms of just sure. how it's written and which makes which to my opinion respectfully you know i i think that makes it great right because everything's mm-hmm. not exactly the same or one can be extremely heartfelt and talking about love and the other just might be kind of fun you know and and but it's still great writing but it's different and yeah so, well it, but we come you and i come from a time of you know we listen to records we listen to the like it was a book you know, we listened it from song one to song. If you, uh, an artist that we like, it, again, we are in a weird thing now. For it, I'm technology's great. I mean, you can't you can't beat it. But you take uh, even with Spotify, the way that that the kind of the system works, and we went through this with my record, and I'm very open in talking about this. It's not set up for a record to be put out because once you put that record out. It's, it's there, and it's only those people that have had know about you, or hopefully those people will share it. You can't use it to keep, you can't release a single. You can't like it used to be back in the day, you release an album, and then you take a single and you release it to radio. Now what happens is, like we've been doing with mine, is I, I was... We still kind of trying to figure out whether it was a good thing or not great to release it as an album, but I was an advocate as far as the record. Like, I really want this to go out as a full project. I yeah. want this to go out as, I want people, when they get to it, hear the whole thing and not make a decision about one song. But that put us in a, in a spot of, with Spotify, it's out. So we can't use, say we, our next song, I think the release is going to be Good Whiskey, which is one of my favorite songs I've ever written Lee and I wrote and we have to now we've done it for the past three releases go back in and do an, a kind of an acoustic version of that song so it's considered a new release and this is you and Lee Bryce yeah and this is we can say this on the radio I think uh, good whiskey cheap cocaine it's PC yeah. but that to me fits more on if you're asking the fan here that fits more on outlaw because you said the word yeah. you know you said you know you said whiskey or coke you know whatever it might be someone says oh that goes there but if you listen to the song it's a great red well song. i mean it's and one of those songs like if you just get off your high horse for a second and actually give something a chance and listen to the words it can you know the lee lee prepped this song so good in the studio we had some we had some uh, choir church choir singers come in and sing backup on it and they were singing on most the record and uh <laughs> and it got to that song and all they saw was the title and kind of the lyrics but they didn't they just kind of stood back and lee lee pulled everybody into the control room and goes before you make a decision on this song, will you read from the first lyric to the last? And they all sat there with their lyric sheets and, you know, 30 seconds later, everybody was, we're in, you know, it's really a song about redemption and coming from a dark place and making the most of it, you know? But then again, and and to be clear, there's Pump House Records, it's your record label, Mm -hmm. and you've got good people and friends of yours on there. So this is not, when I ask this question, I don't want one of those guys to hear this or even you and think this is an adversarial question. It's more of an industry question. So 
they they're pump house records and yourself that's lee and rob and some others they're wanting to make this work you're wanting to make it work the tendency's got to be a little bit you know if you want to make mainstream and commercial success you got to push it through nashville Mm -hmm. and here's this catch 22 somewhat maybe a little bit of a a catch 22 or 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 whatever you might want to say and your sound and your is a little a bit different and you're coming out of Key West where your you know initial fans mm. and where you cut your teeth and where all this sort of came from so on one side you're maybe pushing this through Nashville which may not be the right avenue you might be wanting to try and push it through Key West for lack of a better way of putting this there's got to be a bit of a natural tug of war there right maybe even in your own mind maybe not those guys but how do you balance that and what direction do you take on something like that mm. Well, you know, Nashville is 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 still the the hub of at least the closest in uh, the closest realm that I would be in. It's still it it's still the hub, and yes, you can live anywhere now and make a record and get it out there the way that it all works. But to get on the radio, to be into the system, if you will, you really do need to be a part of Nashville. And I I've been lucky enough to have some relationships with my friends for over. Lee and I go back, how old am I now? 42, I mean 24. Um, I mean, we go back 35 years, man, since we were seven. So I've been lucky enough that those guys, and I've I've kind of spent some time in Nashville living for a few months at a time, but I was just never, I'm not, I'm not so much a, and maybe I should be, but I'm not so much of a kick in the door person, or I'm not a person that's going to, walk around the bar or the restaurant and chat with everyone there (laughs) you know i'm not the i've gotten better at it but um the nashville thing still has a has a really big part of it and i've been again lucky enough to have lee and have rob and i have lewis i have folks that keep me in the loop there but like you were saying I, i think my music i have songs on this record that absolutely can fit into country radio you don't get me wrong yeah. but there's there's stuff on there that just you know it's its own thing and i'm pretty proud of that as well you should be it's an incredible record uh just look up nick norman on any of those platforms nick as we kind of get ready to to wind up here on our time for the show florida keys weekly show here with the one and only nick norman uh, that's fascinating, and, I, and that's why I wanted to have this today and really think about because it doesn't matter who's breaking in. Every we have so many talented artists, I think, in Key West that could can make it. And what does make it even mean? Because they're making a living as it is, which is just mm. a respectful, amazing thing. A lot of people don't realize what that goes into to be a musician, sure. make a living, commercial success, sign with a label. What's that look like? Does somebody try to hijack you and change your look? You know, give you the new blue jeans or the new T-shirt or backup dancers. And if you do get backup dancers. I'm, I'm Absolutely. in and, Absolutely. and then have time to do your own thing and really take a step back like the porch tour that's coming up. And what does that do for you? You've kept, and I say all that you've kept Nick, what I'm most proud of and impressed by you've kept Nick Norman, Nick Norman, whether it's Nashville pump house coming down this way, up that way, where it's meeting in the middle, who knows, but the sound is there. You're still genuine and you're being modest today. You tell great stories on stage. It, there's not many shows like it. It's very unique. I saw the black Pumas come down here a few months ago. They don't fit anywhere, <laughs> right? but they're yeah. awesome. It's yeah, unique, yeah. right? So there's something to that out there when it, sure. when it catches on. 
so when you get a chance like the porch tour and it's you and Lewis, what are you looking forward to? I know we're wrapping up, but so who, what are some of the stops that you're looking forward to getting back to again? Yeah. And then what does a trip like this do for you guys in the middle of all this? You're both doing this. And then do you have a chance to just hang out again as buddies and write, chill out? Yeah. All those things, man. Um, our, our favorite show last year, um, was uh we played you know d-ray yeah yeah we played at his parents house in the middle of ohio and they we played in front of their barn and they got a bunch of uh uh what's it called anyway hey that's the word i'm looking for yeah. and made a stage of out of it and uh it was it's a very small town alliance ohio and i i had to be couple hundred people were there of just their they all skipped church that night oh man that's a big deal right and you know we're looking forward to that show again and so many of these shows i get to see folks that are just mainly again mainly from key west have become my friends over the years and are just big supporters and so it's like a each show i go to it's you know it's it's like going on vacation every day with another friend and then lewis and i we just over the years we've done this so much together the porch tours definitely put us together more consecutively but we've been doing this together so long that man we're just we just never i I, it'll go a couple months that i won't see him and we don't even realize it sometimes you know because we're just he's great and we this year is going to be a little different because we're just me and him in the van so we're going to pack up a van and we're driving and doing the whole thing so we'll see how it goes with just the two of us with no buffer <laughs> he's and he's another down-to-earth guy i saw people when he was engaged a while back yeah. i saw people magazine pick it up he got, he got all paparazzi and i'm doing their wedding i'm the officiant for oh, their wedding in probably October. it probably won't yeah. be official yeah. they don't know you're <laughs> right, right that's not a real check the old <laughs> requirements <laughs> Credentials. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I know the, the tour is going to be great if people want to catch the dates and look at where, where you're at. And I still think a documentary would be dynamite for that. It'd be awesome. Um, It'd be awesome. Where can they go to to find the, the porch tour dates? So, you know, same, the main one out of all would be Nick Norman Music uh, on Instagram or the website if anybody still has websites um, or Facebook. And, uh, and also... Uh, the uh, porch tour at gmail.com for uh, for booking or for information on any of the shows. That's another thing I want to throw out there is um, when you look on our sites and you see the dates, 90% of them are private shows. But if you send me an email or send the porch tour at gmail.com an email, most of our hosts are totally welcome to guests. So we can just let me know. Um, the record is all on iTunes and Spotify and all that good stuff. And again, I'm very proud of it. And thanks for having me on to talk about it. Um, it's been out for a little while now and we wanted to put some juice back in it and let everybody know that, you know, it's still great. It's there. It yeah. came out at an interesting time after COVID yeah. people getting back in the swing of things and back to shows and do they wear masks? Do they not? Do they fight about it? All those things. So, You talked about the singles being what drives an album now. It's a marketing. I mean, it's 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 just like posting a a new a new picture on your Instagram. A single gets to be the mark the marketing tool that kicks the record up after a couple months. Yeah. So what singles? And again, you are not a self promoting guy, and that and I think that 
is another conversation for another day. It's interesting. Drives my wife nuts. Yeah, how about? And uh, <laughs> so, what two singles right now? I, I know you're proud of every song, and I enjoy that album uh, tremendously. But what two songs right now should someone, if they're like, who is this guy besides the weirdo that hosts this podcast? Who's the other guy, Nick Norman? What two songs off that album right now should they download? Man, I didn't think I'd have such a uh, quick answer, but I do. Um, and they were the last, the, the first song was our last single, All In, that I wrote for my wife, because um, that shows my sensitive side. It's a great song. I love that tune, man. I, I wrote it on my, on my own when we were in Nashville during the hurricane. Um, and uh, that's just a tune about knowing I need to be a better, better husband and we can, I can never be as, as good as I want to be, you know, and I got to keep striving. And then the other one would be the, the tune that's coming out soon. My next single, which will be good whiskey and cheap cocaine. Cause that is my, uh, probably one of my oldest songs that I've written. It's a crowd favorite and nowhere I, any or anywhere I go, somebody asked for that song. And it's every time I play or hear that song, it takes me back to some, to some memories that it's always fun. So it's a great song, and there's some cool T-shirts and hats with that on there out there, too. I see people wearing those. Yeah. Uh, last question, Nick, for those, and you talk about that, being an artist of any kind, in a, and I know in the music industry is the same, I don't care how talented, how successful you are, if you're coming up, if you're there, if you're in the middle of the sprint, all artists start to question themselves, start to have doubts here and there. It's probably normal. It'd probably be weird if some artists didn't. And you're always pushing and striving for more. And the creativity's got to be be pushed. For those, even locally here in Key West, being an incredible singer-songwriter town and a guy like you coming out of here, what advice do you have for some young guy or girl? Not even young. I don't care. Young being relative, whatever they're doing, to not to stay the course, to be themselves, whatever it might be, to maybe follow in your footsteps and be in the position you're in now. What's what's the best advice you can give? Man, write, 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 and be creative. And and don't be scared to play your original songs, no matter where you're playing. Um, we, we've talked about this before. One thing I'm proud of on this island is I've, I've always played my original songs. I've mixed them in with covers, and then as I had more, more uh, originals, I would make my set longer as out of the originals but be creative um and keep writing yeah i mean that's <laughs> that's the that's the to me that's the longevity card yeah it keeps it probably keeps the blade sharp huh keeps so. the blade sharp and keeps you you know keeps you happy too it keeps your mind it keeps you wanting there's no better feeling to me than when i and i write a lot of crappy songs but there's no better feeling than that one out of a hundred or I don't write that many, but one out of 20 that some, my wife or a fan goes, man, that was a really cool song. It, it gives you that next moment to real, that when you do have those moments of what am I doing? Where, where am I going with this? You think back to that moment and it just makes you want to keep doing it. Good stuff. Well, Nick Norman, Florida Keys Weekly Show. Nick, last thing, you and Jason are playing together. What's the date on that? Did I get that right? J- yeah, me and uh, Lewis Bryce, the kickoff. Lewis, oh, oh, that's at two, well, two shows. Um, Friday of Songwriters Fest, which is 
next week, two weeks. People can go to Key West Songwriters Fest yeah, and yeah. I'll be there. I yeah. think at 4, 4.30, I'm out at the Perry and then Dean Dillon's like right after us. So oh, it's man. pretty killer. Um, that's for songwriters. That's me and Adam Wood and uh, Jason Lampson. And then for the May 27th is the Porch Tour kickoff. And it's uh, me, Lewis Bryce, with Jason Lampson just signed on to do that show as well. But awesome. that'll be our, our big kickoff send-off for the summer. Good deal. Download the songs. Listen to Nick Norman. Look at the tour if you want something incredibly unique. It might be close to your hometown. We will end this version of the Florida Keys Weekly Show with TK, Nick's daughter. TK, the question for you to end the show is this. How good is your dad on stage? Well, I think really good really good yes. you got a thumbs up nice and then who's better you or your dad um me i knew it that's right <laughs> i like it you need tk promoting you that's what right, right awesome stuff tk thank you for coming on and nick norman always a pleasure love thank you guys you, thank you for what you do for the city and all of us around i appreciate it my friend. hey i get to have fun doing it thanks yeah. so much uh shanice and i here on the florida keys weekly show we'll catch you guys next time and i uh, appreciate everyone listening in